Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. To Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. I got an announcement. Yeah? I got some information. Ooh, really? No, the Giants didn't sign anybody. Uh, yeah, they did. They traded for somebody. Yeah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, they're talking to Jorge Solo. Oh, yeah. Damn they're it, talking. Farhan. They're talking. They are talking. Okay, so I'll give you the announcement in a second. It's a fun one. But first, the Warriors continue their East Coast road trip tomorrow and Thursday, which means we will continue our super-secret Willard and Dibbs Super Bowl party. means as soon as we kick it over to Warriors coverage, which tomorrow will be at 3.30, and then Thursday will be at 3. Woo! Okay? Yeah. soon as we get to those moments, the show continues on the Odyssey app and on YouTube and Twitch commercial free and like Kyle Shanahan at a media event loose <laughs> we get loose okay we'll do some drinking and uh, and some talking and interacting with you and it's gonna be a ton of fun now to add into that you're gonna want to make sure you're with us during that time because we'll tell you how you can win a trip to Vegas to see Billy Joel later on this year. We're going to fly you out. We're going to get you tickets. This is not rinky-dink. We're going to get you all taken care of. Make sure you're with us when we continue our show, Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, the next two days, 3.30 tomorrow, 3 o'clock Thursday. That is once the Warriors get started with their back east games, Philly tomorrow, Indiana on Thursday. So that leads to this announcement. Want to know what's going on tomorrow? With Willie and Dibby, first of all, at 2.30, the great, and I mean great, Michelle Beadle is going to join us on the show. I love it. Beadle at 2.30. Beads. Beads. That, I mean, because we know that Ramona Shelburne's Momo I've, I've actually never, beads. I've never met Michelle. Okay. I've never met Michelle. So I can't drop a beads? No. no. You won't? You, yes, you can. You absolutely can. I think she rides that way. Well, like I think she'll be cool 100%. with it. 100%. I dropped yeah. a Momo on uh, Ramona Shelburne she only like because it? no, she no, did she only because you know her, and no. I felt like I therefore know. I know yeah, her. Yeah, but you're a risk taker. Do it, do it. I won't call her beads. Um, no, but I've never met Michelle. I do okay. not. I do not know Michelle, but I'm very, very excited to have her on. And then uh, we'll do cleared to play and get the injuries with Doc Pandy a short time after that. And then once the stream gets started at three thirty, guess what's happening at four o'clock tomorrow? Tell me. Bob Weir, 
Grateful Dead. What? Massive 49er fan, 4 o'clock, extended deadhead hour on the stream. So make sure you are with us for all of that. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Bob Weir, Grateful Dead, Niner Talk. What does Bob Weir think about Drake Greenlaw's behavior? We're going to get into it. BYOB. Bring your own Bob. Bob. Exactly. He thought I was going to (laughs) go... But no. It's not how I roll. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. Bob Weir? That's happening tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And then on Thursday, uh, we're apparently going to get a full hour live in Vegas with Larry Kruger, and we will go over every single player projected to be drafted later on this year. Pick by pick. Exactly. Can't wait. He was the one who knew. He knew. He was the wackadoodle who kept telling people, even though they made fun of him, hey, this Brock Purdy guy looks pretty good. Yeah, That's nice, Larry. Thanks. Brock I don't think Purdy. he had it before the draft. I don't think anybody no, did. No, not before the draft. But after the draft, but once he camp, saw him, yeah. In camp, he was looking at it, and he goes, it looks pretty good. It's not like he was out there being like, you should start. But he, he's like, no, he's not, a, he's not a chump. This guy can play. And people were like, if we get to Bro- do you remember those comments? Oh yeah. And people were like, "Look, if we get to Brock Purdy, it doesn't even matter because the season is over completely." <laughs> and here we are, uh, two Super years Bowl. later, Super Bowl in the Super Bowl. And Brock Purdy is—they uh, met the media earlier, and apparently there was a throng, a gaggle of reporters around Brock Purdy. Yeah, surrounding the poor guy. Of co- I know. Mr. Relevant. Suddenly more relevant than almost anybody down there in Vegas. A little 23-year-old cute guy. No idea what's about to hit him. Just the sweetest little pie there living next door. I do think he knows exactly what's about to hit him. I I, do, too. I think that his his attitude, his countenance, his faith, all of it combined is going to lead him to a spot where he's going to be as calm as anybody will be on the field on Sunday. He likes Steve Wilkes, man. He's built for this. Yeah. He's built for this. I think so. So is the other guy, though. I can honestly say I'm sort of built for this. Yeah. Yeah. So is Pat, though. He's a flash in the pan. <laughs> Come on, Mahomes. Uh, our conversation with Peter King, a good one, and uh, we'd like to share it with you again. And uh, I began by asking Peter about one line that stood out from his column, which you should check out. It's very Niner-heavy, Football Morning in America. In there, he detailed his ride-along with Kyle Shanahan on his way to work a little bit over a week ago. And Peter said that it was clear that Kyle's excited to have the last pick in the draft on his side in this game against Mahomes. So I asked, what exactly Peter heard that made him feel that way? First of all, he loves Pat, you know, he just, he thinks he's fantastic. Who, who couldn't, you know, who wouldn't think that? But one of the things about Brock Purdy that we talked about is just the simple fact, you know, he brought it up that, you know, he said it's comical how, how many people are down on Purdy and don't think he's that good and think that they're winning in spite of Brock Purdy. You know, and he, and he made this point that if Joe Montana played now, how do you think people would view him? He doesn't run around like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. So they would view him like, oh, how good can this guy be? He doesn't have the greatest arm, you know, and all this stuff. And, and, and then he, he made the point that 
you know, it's just, it's comical. And the reason why he thinks that, that all these people just minimize what he does, the reason is that, uh, you know, he's, he was picked low in the draft. He's not Mr. Tools. He's not the five tool superstar. And look, you know, even though he did run for 52 yards, uh, in a 15 minute span last week in the, uh, championship game, he, he's not as good a runner, obviously, as Mahomes is. But I just got this sense that we got what we need, and he's happy to have this guy as a quarterback. And, and look, one of the things, obviously, we talked about is the whole Brady thing. Uh, but his point, and I, I mean, you probably read it, and I'm sure it's been uh, clipped out of my story and run in the media there in San Francisco, is that, listen, he wasn't positive that Purdy uh, and Trey Lance, although I think he, he really meant Purdy a lot more than Lance, he wasn't sure whether he's going to be healthy at the start of the season. And so this was Tom Brady, even though if you sign Brady, Brady's playing, they, they signed him basically because Brock Purdy, or they tried to sign him basically because uh, Purdy had surgery, major surgery, exactly six months from the first game of the season. So anyway, those are a few things that were interesting in the ride. No, fantastic stuff, and the idea of a revisit with Tom Brady, I think, caught many of us by surprise, and now here we are some four or five months later, and Kyle Shanahan's there with Brock Purdy, and where do you think the, the confidence level is, not only with Brock Purdy, but for Kyle Shanahan in general with this team the second go-round after the heartbreak that happened four years ago? Well, you know, I know that there's an awful lot of people who believe that Oh, Kyle's got to win this game. He's going to get branded with the, you know, can't win the big one if he doesn't win this game. And, I mean, obviously, anytime you're in a Super Bowl, you want to win. And if you don't win, it's crushing disappointment and all that. But <clears throat> I don't think Kyle Shanahan looks at any game where the quarterback on the other side is Patrick Mahomes and says, if we lose, we're a bunch of losers. I just, it just, I just don't feel that he believes that. Now, you know, clearly, I'm reminded, of this is my 40th Super Bowl. The first one I ever covered was in, uh, uh, was in 1985 at Stanford in Palo Alto, uh, January of 85, and that was the Montana Marino Super Bowl. And obviously Joe won the game, uh, outplayed Marino. And after the game, everybody was saying, hey, Dan, don't worry about it. You're going to get back here. You'll be back. He never got back. So that's why every time you get in this game, you can't leave anything undone. You can't leave any stone unturned. And that's why I just believe that, you know, the 49ers are going to be ready to play their best game. And, you know, the the other team is going to have a lot to do with whether they actually are able to play that best game. 
We're talking with Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Another great nugget in there, Peter, is Kyle's telling you about when he was the guy holding the wire behind his dad in the Super Bowl many years ago, and this is coming on the heels of the NFC having won 13 Super Bowls in a row. And uh, so Kyle's like, well, the AFC always loses. So he says to his dad the day before the game, uh, Dad, do you really think you have a chance to win this game, Broncos versus uh, Packers? And, and Mike Shanahan is like, are you kidding me? We're definitely going to win this game. And, 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 they, and they do. And, Peter, I've learned this through the years, too. Coaches sometimes, they sort of have a feeling, right? They're doing the game planning, and yeah. it's like, yeah. I think we got – so I'd love for you to speculate. You sat with Kyle. Did you notice anything? Does Kyle think they're going to win this one? Well, I'm going to – defer that question and I'll tell you exactly why because I rode to work with Shanahan last Tuesday so he told me he hadn't even finished watching the Kansas City Baltimore tape yet and he had so many things going on right. you know obviously when you win the Super Bowl you got all these logistics to worry about <laughs> but <clears throat> I will be shocked, shocked if right now, if I made that ride with with Kyle, if he didn't figure we have the recipe to win this game, because that's who Kyle Sheenahan is. He's just like his dad. And thinking about that recipe, what do you think it is, Peter, in terms of facing Kansas City? Is it as simple as keeping Mahomes off the field, or is there something more that the Shanahan offense can do against the Kansas City defense that's much improved from four years ago? I know what I would be thinking, okay? You want to give Patrick Mahomes the fewest number of possessions that you can. And in order to do that, what you saw late, what I thought that Josh Allen did very well, they just didn't finish it late in their game against Kansas City, is milk the clock very effectively because they didn't want Kansas City to be able to get the ball back if they scored. So, so anyway, the deal is I believe that they will want to – uh, essentially, they will want to milk the clock as much as possible and limit the number of possessions. And I think in order to do that, the thing they're going to have to do, the thing that I believe is really important in this game, uh, is limiting Isaiah Pacheco. He has been an absolute uh, piece of gold in these playoffs. And in my opinion... He he is he, Mahomes is going to do his thing. He's going to make some plays. Kelsey and now they, you know they're going to they're going to get good things done. But the problem is, as I see, if they have a diverse offense that day, I think that it's going to be hard for for San Francisco to win unless they limit the number of possessions uh, that they uh, that they allow Mahomes. 
Peter, you know how many eyes are on this 49ers defensive line, and especially in these playoffs. It has felt at times like they are underperforming all the way to the point where we're having conversations about their effort level with Chase Young and others. Did you talk to Kyle about that at all? Because to me, Super Bowl week should not be the week where a player has to be reminded about effort. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't talk to him, but you can tell from what the Niners have said, he's been talked to, and he knows that uh, he knows that that's not going to be tolerated. So I don't think you're going to see that in the Super Bowl personally. Uh, Peter King with us on Willard and Dibs as he is every single week. Peter, what did you make of this entire conversation? about the practice facility and, and the sod at UNLV. Do, to, to what level do the 49ers have a gripe? I don't know enough about it to comment intelligently. I just know that the Niners were ticked off by it. <coughs> and they were looking at the um, – they were looking at the um, – they, they were looking at the uh, – at you know, at at how Kansas City was handling things, and Kansas City has a luxurious facility. And for a while, I think they said we need to double up in that facility, which I just don't think the Chiefs were ever going to agree to. In part because it was going to affect their schedule. Now, everybody wants to sing Kumbaya and think, oh, Kansas City was you know, bad to not let that happen. <clears throat> but if you put the shoe on the other foot, I doubt San Fr- if San Francisco had the great facility, I doubt they would want to share it with Kansas City. But again, look, I, I don't think that's going to be a big factor in the game. Peter, let's go back to the, uh, the ride-along with Kyle Shanahan, and, and here's something else that I didn't know, and I found this really interesting, and I wonder if it's a perception changer. This idea that the Niners got lucky with Brock Purdy because he's sitting there at the very end in the seventh round. Kyle sharing with you that he had a fourth-round grade on Brock Purdy and essentially had his eye on him the, the, the entire week. D- for you, does that sort of change the whole narrative around the Niners lucking into him based on the fact that Kyle kind of had his eyes on him early? Yeah, I, you know, that's a really interesting question. I think the more accurate way to put it, honestly, would be that Kyle may have had a fourth-round grade on him but because they traded the house for Trey Lance the previous year. They just couldn't. You know, they had so many other needs that they ignored by making that huge trade for Lance. They just couldn't pick him in the fourth. And he didn't think they could pick him at all. But then as they got going and they saw how incredible it was that, that you know, that Purdy was still there, you know, as you get into the 250s and then obviously uh, John York, you know, the chair of the 49ers, you know, York, the elder, at one point just said to him, hey, because they were arguing about who they should pick. And York basically said, hey, who's the best player on the board? And Kyle said, no doubt, it's Purdy. He goes, what are we arguing about? What are we, what are we saying here? And so <clears throat> I think that, honestly, 
got to be something that uh, that beca- it, 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 it had the potential of being something that was divisive. And I think John York diffused that, uh, that divisiveness. Peter King with us here on Willard and Dibs. Peter, I'm going to leave all the names on the board and just ask it open-ended. Of all individuals, who has the most to gain by winning this game Sunday? Brock Purdy. Imagine you're in your second year in the NFL. You're the 262nd pick in the draft, and you come in and you have a head-to-head matchup with far and away, easily, no doubt, the best quarterback in the game with a brilliant tactician in Andy Reid. And you do enough against a brilliant defensive tactician and a good, de- really good defense run by Steve Spagnolo. And you win that game. I mean, <clears throat> Brock Purdy is never buying a meal again for the rest of his life in any community in the northern coast of California. <laughs> My partner is glass half full, Peter, and I'm the glass half empty guy. So yep. in, in counterpoint to his question, who has the most to lose in this game? See, I'm one who doesn't believe it's Kyle Shanahan. Oh. I just don't. I just don't. And I'll tell you why. Tell you why. Uh, Dan Quinn is the guy in the first game when you say, uh, "How do you blow a twenty-eight to three lead?" And I get it. Shanahan did not got he, they got two first downs in the last twenty-eight minutes of the game, so that's bad. But he, he's not the one who allowed uh, a team to score thirty-one unanswered points. You know, in the last whatever nineteen minutes of the game, whatever it was, I forget. But so I don't think it's Shanahan. I honestly think that the person who would have the most to lose um, would be a guy we don't really know right now, because I don't think on the surface, if it isn't Shanahan, that you can pick a guy right now. I mean, what if what if Purdy throws four interceptions? What if he kind of revisits his performance, you know, when they played Baltimore? Well, that would be quite a bit for him to lose. And then you're going to have all the the uh, people who analyze this game basically saying, okay, bubble burst, they got to get a new quarterback. Which, by the way, I can tell you this right now, they will not do uh, no matter what happens in this game. This is Brock Purdy's job. Peter, have a great yeah. trip, and yeah. uh, thank you so much for uh, for hopping on, as always. All the best, guys. Thank you. All right, our conversation with Peter King, and it went to a place where I know a lot of conversations go right now. I think it's natural, uh, especially when you have two weeks leading up to this. Uh, we start to massage these things from all kinds of different angles, of course. But when we start to talk about pressure, who has the most to gain, who has the most to lose, Peter's not wrong. Um, you could answer it a number of ways, but the idea of who has the most to gain being his answer, Brock Purdy. Yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, stardom. Stardom awaits. And, and like, again, one of the greatest stories in the history of sports if that guy wins the Super Bowl. But to a degree, I agree with when he says the idea of who's got the most to lose or the most pressure. It's not really Kyle Shanahan. It, it it might be in the minds of some just because it feels frustrating that that coach doesn't have one yet. But you could look at it through a completely different lens. 
He's only 44 years old. And he's not going anywhere. He's not going. Well, he's certainly not going anywhere, and neither is Brock. He's only been coaching in the NFL at the head level for, what is this, year seven? Yep. Um, and he's already in his second Super Bowl, and he's been to the NFC Championship game in more than half of his years as, as a head coach. So um, I do think that this playoff run could have been pressure-creating it could have been a negative experience if the 49ers had lost either of those games that they looked like they were going to lose. But they didn't. And so now we've arrived at a place that I think is pretty safe space for all these guys. I know you all don't want to hear this, but they've made the Super Bowl. That matters. They're playing Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. There's no shame in losing to them if it's a close game. Right. I mean, we'll see how the whole thing plays out. I just think this whole thing is maybe a little less pressure-packed than we're making it out to be. It's the Super Bowl, so obviously it's a big deal and there's pressure. But the consequences that are bouncing around in a lot of our heads, I don't really know that they exist. Well, I don't know if it's consequences, but this is never promised to anybody, and there's no guarantee that Kyle Shanahan ever gets back to this spot. So if he doesn't win this one, this may be his last best chance to win a Super Bowl. So... To that end, yeah, there's no real pressure on him in terms of consequences because if they lose this game, if they lose this game 70 to nothing and Brock Purdy throws five interceptions, they don't score, and it's the biggest loss in Super Bowl history. (laughs) Brock is back, Kyle's back, and it's your tired slogan Super Bowl or try again. And they will. Try again, but it's no guarantee that they get back to the Super Bowl, and he's had a great run, so to that end, there is some pressure on him to get one, and there's no better chance to get one than when you're actually in the game, so to that end, I do think that there's some pressure on him, but I think the, the pressure lies more, and this might be a little bit of a stretch, but... A guy like Trent Williams, who doesn't yeah. have that many more years that's, left in his career. I don't know point. how many more he has. Yep. This is his first crack at it, so it's hard to say there's pressure on a left tackle, but this might be his last well, best chance, what, right, to yeah. get one done. What if we use a different word, like urgency? I mean, all the sure, pressure sure. The pressure that you're talking about right there, I think, is inherent in being in the Super Bowl. Like, of course. Everybody who I've ever talked to who has gone to one of these things says the same thing. You have to cherish these opportunities because, A, even if they do come again, you don't know that they will, but even if they do, they don't come often. They don't come often. And the Niners are not showing up here as a touchdown underdog or whatnot. Like, they're, they have a legitimate chance to go win this football game, and so you have to cherish those opportunities, and, and you do. You have, to, you have to get them across the goal line if you want that label. I just think, though, this gets talked about in a different way. Nobody is embarrassed. Nobody is uh, kicked out of the club. Nobody is the social outcast. If the 49ers lose this game 24 to 21, it's not oh my god choke artists we got to switch something up in the organization. Can I address a YouTube comment that just came into what I said? Sure. Coach O Williams, I see you. Thank you for being on our YouTube page. We love that you're here. Willard is being a homer right now. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> 
Uh, the pressure is on Shan. This window won't be this open next year. What is he talking about? Three ex- uh, question marks. Three question marks. Um, yeah, the window will totally be this open next year. I don't know if they'll get here. There's nothing that happens next year that suggests the 49ers will not still be favored, good, loaded, all of those things. And what happens after Brock needs to be paid is a big open question mark. I can tell you what I have faith in, though. I can tell you that I have faith in Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. They built this program from nothing. As Kyle even told Jed York, now famously, in his interview for the job, this is one of the worst rosters I've ever seen in the NFL. But if you give me the job, I think we can guide this to be a contender in four years. Turns out it only took three. They were in the Super Bowl in three years, and once they got to that mountaintop, they have been in the Final Four four times in five years, and the only time it didn't happen, the quarterback's knee exploded. And actually, they got their... Uh, The knee and then the elbow in the last time. The knee and the elbow, yes. And then last year, year, they had three quarterbacks' bodies explode, and they still ended up in the NFC Championship game. So, um, pardon me, but I could not disagree more. Like, this is a quality coach and a quality program that's been built from the, the, the bottom up and the top down in both directions that I firmly believe is sustainable. But my gosh, your example of next year, what on earth do you think's happening this offseason that won't make the 49ers the favorite? I'd argue right now, in fact, the Chiefs could beat the Niners. Vegas will open the Niners as the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year as soon as the game's over. Well, you look at their roster and they don't have a lot of decisions to make. Brandon Ayuk would be just hey, about the only one. Exactly. You pay him and you've got a ton of cap room. So the window is open, but you're not going to be looking at a long time for the window to be open, and there's no better opportunity than the one you have in front of you because you're in the game. It's February, and you're playing football, and you've got 60 minutes to win a Lombardi. And if you don't, well, the offseason comes, and you've got to start it all over again. Yeah, it's tough. Will you be favored? Sure. But think about this year on what went right versus what went wrong. And what went right was way, way greater than what went wrong. You were healthy. No doubt. Your quarterback who came off elbow surgery not only stayed healthy, but turned out to be good. Your running back stayed healthy. Played them all. Everybody, for the most part, I know you lost Hufanga, but all of your key guys stayed healthy. Nick Bosa eventually reported, got better, and had a couple of sacks in a big playoff game. And You go around the team, across the board, Yeah, you had some low spots. Your kicker missed a kick that would have won you a game. You had a three-game losing skid, the rest of it. But a lot more went right than went wrong. And you think about last year, you just mentioned it, the Brock Purdy injury, the Jimmy injury, the Trey injury. You had quarterback injuries that left you without a quarterback in the biggest of moments. This year, you didn't have those problems. I'm not saying I wouldn't bet against it. I would because I would take the field over any one team every time, always. I'm just arguing the idea, the comment that was made is the window won't be open next year. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, oh, oh it's completely, yeah. it, it's creed. Now, the it's year after open. that, and okay? rest in peace, Apollo Creed, but, uh, right, but the year the, after not, that. Not the band, who, which, by the way, makes an unbelievable cameo fault. in that Tua commercial. Oh, have wow. Have you seen the Tua commercial? Not, no. I they released one of the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, wow. It's for Paramount Plus. It's with Tua. 
It's hysterical. Okay. Go watch it. I haven't seen Sorry, any of the commercials ahead. yet. No. Next commercial, I'll show it to I, you. It's I incredible. Wasn't, normally, I have the Creed references here because yeah. Creed makes you cringe <laughs> a little bit. But it's I so think good. the window would be it's open so next year. The yeah. year after that, whatever, we can have that discussion down the road. But I'm with you in terms of the window. But I also know that these appearances, these runs are not guaranteed. So of course not. I do think in terms of the pressure, it's more on Kyle than it is on Brock. And certainly it's not on Andy or Pat. The only thing that Pat is looking down and Andy, they're looking down legacy. If Andy's going to somehow catch Bill, and if Pat's going to run down Tom, well, this is a big one for both of them. This would be number three for, for sure. each of them. And they're 60 minutes away from taking a big step toward all-time greatness. No doubt, no doubt. I just think, again, the likelihood is, I mean, if somebody wins by 40, then we'll see. But the likelihood is everybody's coming out of this game with the utmost respect. Nobody thinks Patrick stinks. Nobody thinks Andy's a choker. Nobody thinks Kyle Shanahan can't coach. And nobody thinks Brock Purdy doesn't have a job. Like, everyone's going to come right. out of this. all that's intact. Okay. Agreed. I will agree with you. Opportunities don't grow on trees. Yes, it would be awesome to go get one. But this is not the kind of pressure that people are normally talking about in sports. And Coach O even said, and again, you don't know if Trent Williams is coming back. Yes, we do. He has already stated publicly that he is not retiring at the end of the year. And as far as Brandon Ayuk, um, you're right. Technically, we don't know that he's coming back. But outside of DeForest Buckner, this 49er regime has never let a homegrown, drafted player who succeeds at a high level out the door. And I have no idea why they would suddenly start with Brandon Ayuk. He's fantastic. He's 1,300 yards. And if, the, if you're the Niners, of course you're paying that guy. And he's under contract. And they have room. And he's under contract. Well, right. So. It's extension. That's another good point. It's extension yes. offseason. It doesn't mean Correct. He's not, it's not expired. He's well, not a free agent. You're not going to let him go into the year five Correct. in a walk year. That's not going to happen. But if we want to get semantic, and I just looked at the roster uh, based on my favorite Spotrack. Here we go. Do you know how many expirings they have next year? The 49ers? Yes. How many expirings? Or, or even this year. <laughs> Um, I'll give you. A, I'll give you. A, you're, you're asking because the number is incredibly low, and it's lower than you think. Zero. Correct. Yeah. Correct. They all, they all gonna be back. So 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 let me say this real real slow. The window is it's wide open. Open. <laughs> I love it. It's open. <laughs> the cabs wide, wide open. open. You That's hate right. The portals wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hate that so much. Let's uh let's do David in San Jose. Hi David, well what done, are you Grandy. what are you doing? <laughs> Willard Dibs, what's up fellas? You know, I'm just driving on my way home. How you guys doing today? Uh we are fantastic, David. We're so good. It's Super Bowl week. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm excited, but what are you guys doing? We're talking about next year. We're in the middle of Super Bowl week when our team is in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, fellas, but I can't do next year right now with a what-if loss. I mean, first of all, I don't know how our team could get any better from this year to next year. And so if we don't get it done, I'm concerned. Um, but let's go back to to the most pressure, right? Who has the pressure on them right now? And I think one of the key pieces – you know, from last year was, you know, in Philly 
And the Niners, buddy's all, yeah, you know, I want Philly to win because whoever beats us, I want them to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, no way do I want the NFL to let Patrick Mahomes go one and three for when we go in the Super Bowl and meet him next year. And now that he's two and two, I'm not saying that NFL scripted, but he is the new golden boy with Brady out. When he's two and two, there's that, there's that element for air. And so I think the pressure is actually, there's a lot of pressure on Mahomes. I know he's the best QB. I know he's a Super Bowl winner, but you, you want to go down with the losing Super Bowl record? Cause again, there's no guarantees. So, from our obviously Brock has the most to gain, but I feel like I'm more pressure on Mahomes than anybody. Well, David, I yeah, step up and get pressure. I I get what you're saying. I I I don't know that there's any like huge like oh narrative changer for Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be the face of the league no matter what. Um, I, I guess I could only answer it this way. Look, there's pressure on everybody. It's a flipping Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Do you remember Jalen Hurts fumbling the ball? I do. I do. It didn't mean that anybody wanted to fire him. It didn't mean that he wasn't a favorite to come back and do it again next year. But, dog, we remember what you do in the Super Bowl. Good, bad, ugly, otherwise, indifferent. We are going to remember what you do in the Super Bowl. All of you. All of you. That's pressure. Yeah. The world is watching. It's pressure, but if you already have two under your belt, sure. the pressure is, is lessened. And if we think about Mahomes, we don't think about the meltdown against Tampa Bay. We think about the two Super Bowl wins that he had. And that's just human nature. Um, San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says we are four days, 21 hours, 50 minutes, and 17 seconds away from the big game. There is one person with the Niners that has actual pressure. Um, we talk about that coming up next. Keep taking your calls, 888-957-9570. And this is Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. 
Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 21st, new customers can get started with 1.2 gigabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. And Wi-Fi equipment included when you add unlimited mobile. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. With heating bills as high as they are, proper weatherproofing is essential. If you're working with a client to upgrade or build a new home, be sure to visit Golden State. They partner with respected brands such as Owens Corning and James Hardy for insulation and siding, as well as Marvin and Anderson for energy-efficient windows. They're a great option for a comfortable home with lower energy bills. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. Family-owned since 1954. Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Kids, K-A-R-S, cars for kids, 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS, donate your car today. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS, your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or go online at carsforkids.org to donate today. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS, K-A-R-S, cars for kids one 877 cars Visit Zinni.com, the official eyewear of the 49ers. Zinni has changed the game for you, finally making prescription glasses affordable for everyone. Look for the Kittles collection so you can rock our styles every day too. So visit Z-E-N-N-I.com, start shopping from home using their virtual try-on, and change your eyewear game forever. Cheers to our Niners for an incredible 2023 season and their inspiring playoff run. Lineup. Lucas Nelson and POTR at the Fillmore, February 28th and 29th. Dimitri Martin at Palace of Fine Arts, March 24th. For tickets and info, hit up LiveNation.com. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone, it's Joe Montana. Spreading the word about pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can be life-threatening. If you're 65 or older like me, you're at increased risk. So, what's the game plan? A strong defense. Pneumococcal pneumonia can strike at any time in any season, so you shouldn't wait to help protect yourself. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about vaccination today and learn more at knownemonia.com. That's K-N-O-W pneumonia.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, 
Keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. The biggest day in football is right around the corner, and we've got the ultimate game plan. Head to flagandanthem.com and use the code GAME, G-A-M-E, to score 25% off game-winning looks from Christian McCaffrey's go-to clothing brand, Flag and Anthem. Flag and Anthem, the best clothes in the game. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, Butch is right. We're sponsored by Flag and Anthem. Willard and Dibs, glad you're with us. I want to remind everybody one more time that tomorrow and Thursday, Warrior Road Games on the East Coast, therefore, 95.7 The Game listeners, tomorrow starting at 3.30 and Thursday starting at 3, you'll get what you always get, which is Warrior Basketball. However, if you want to do the Odyssey app, or Twitch, or YouTube, you will get the extended, secret, Willard and Dibs Super Bowl party. And just as an example, tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead, and an amazing Bay Area sports fan, is going to join us, and we just hang out. This is commercial-free now. Two and a half to three hours of commercial-free, hanging with you, getting loose, might Pop some tops. Not sure exactly how it's all going to go. We'll interact with you a lot more on the chat windows and whatnot. So uh, be with us. It's uh, it's a party. We did it yesterday. It was a whole lot of fun. We're going to do it again tomorrow. We're going to do it again on Thursday. And oh, by the way, if you are tuned in during those times on either day, we'll tell you how you can win a trip to Vegas and tickets to see Billy Joel a little bit later on in the year. Yeah, all those details and more straight ahead. And you actually might get to hear Mark Grandy talk tomorrow unless uh, Lucas Alexander, our producer, talk blocks him again. Yeah, no, that. That's definitely going to happen because, remember, uh, in this clam bake, there are, I've baked them in, I talked to the bosses, and there are uh, bathroom breaks. There are, because how could there not be? And so, yeah, we I didn't take one yesterday. You didn't? I had the the forethought to go before the long segment. I went before, and I got to go again. I'm over here drinking coffee and water and... Like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not sitting here for three hours without getting up. So, uh, Grandy can talk a little bit. Like I, I, now. I do have some news for you. There will be no talk blocking between Lucas and I tomorrow I'll because about, uh, I, I'm going to be competing with you guys. I'm doing Warriors Live. Oh, you're doing Warriors oh, Live. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. No competition. We're all working together. That changes yeah, we'll everything. Who's going to play the pithy drops from nowhere? Yeah, we'll see if Luke can figure that out. Uh, I doubt no it. He chance. can't. He won't. So no many chance. buttons. Yeah. So many. Yeah. That changes everything. Never mind. I'm not going to the bathroom. I'll just pee my pants. Yeah. Uh, forget it. Uh, because uh, I don't want to leave you and Lucas together. That's going to turn into a big fight in three seconds. No, nah, we actually get along uh, nah, better than you think. Get out of here. Now, we had a... We went in there and had a discussion about the excitement level that I have for Bob Weir and, uh, you know, famously of the Grateful Dead. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation tomorrow. No Talking doubt. Talking football with yeah. Bob. Yeah, it's going to be great. So uh, pressure for the 49ers is actually like the pressure that we often talk about in sports, I'd argue, is on one person. Um, and, and some of you are not going to like this. But if you really talk about sports pressure, like in other words, 
If it doesn't go well, now you're on the hot seat or we're having an offseason discussing your status, a la Mike McCarthy, Dallas Cowboys. You played a playoff game. It didn't go well. There was a national debate about your job, right? There's nobody except for one person that fits that description with the 49ers, and it's Steve Wilkes. It just is. Um, If the 49ers had not turned that thing around a week and a half ago and they had just sort of like meekly lost 34 to 14 and David Montgomery is gashing at eight and a half a carry. You don't think there would have been an offseason conversation about Steve Wilkes? Let me tell you something. There would have been an offseason conversation about Steve Wilkes. I think there will be anyway. Well, and I would you predi- might be right. I've already made the prediction and I I'm going to stand by it that Win or lose, I think that they're going to have a new defensive coordinator next year. Interesting statement. I, just, I don't think that that Kyle Shanahan and Steve Wilkes have seen eye to eye. You might be right. And, you know, I, I don't think that Steve Wilkes is going to get a head coaching job immediately, but I just get the sense that there's a disconnect between the two in terms of how they go about it. I mean, yeah. Steve Wilkes started in the booth, and then he came down on the sideline, and... You know, subsequently they were good, and then of late the defense has not been good. Well, and we remember the Vikings game. Like, again, I I will forever be confused at how a press conference ends up sounding like that, where Kyle Shanahan comes out and is like, Steve knows that he messed up. Right. Like, with the zero blitz. You don't, like, it just doesn't, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but, but, but it doesn't go to the press conference two days later. Like, just absolutely getting hucked under a bus. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it with the call. But the point is, is like, hey, that's just not the way the teams operate. Yeah. And so uh, that speaks to something being amiss. And I don't know if they figured it out. I certainly felt in the first half last week that they had not figured it out. Uh, you know, and the bottom line is when you've got that amount of talent, um, whether it's fair or not, as a coach, that group's got to produce or else eyes are going to be on you. Right, and even if they do produce, maybe they win a shootout in the Super Bowl or maybe they win a, a defensive, tight struggle of a ball game. I just get the sense that this relationship will have run its course. And mm. if you win the Super Bowl, it's a lot easier to then mutually agree to part company if they do decide that. Off a loss, it would be hard to look at it as a mutual parting of the ways if, in fact, Steve Wilkes does move on and go elsewhere. Well, I think, I mean, if they win the game, I think it's hard to move off of them even if you don't see eye-to-eye. I mean, what if the 49er defense performs well Sunday and they win? How do you move How do you move on from your defensive coordinator? Well, maybe he wants to move on. Maybe. You know? Maybe. And, you know, maybe he wants to stay and Kyle wants to move on. I don't know. I just get the feeling, my gut feeling is that this relationship will have run its course by the time we reach the end of the Super Bowl. It did not feel clean all year. I'm I'm with you completely on that one. Let's go to Jose in Oakland. Hi, Jose. What are you doing? Hi, guys. Commuting home. Uh, okay, I, I'm trying to make my point quickly, but I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Have you guys seen that uh, podcast with Travis Kelsey and his brother? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah the uh, the yeah, new, uh, what's it called? The New Heights, New Heights podcast. Uh, yeah, he had one where they had Julian Edelman, and Julian asked uh, Travis what games, what teams gave him the most problems. And he wasn't specific about teams, but he said, 
mainly those teams that decide to wear red gloves when they play, play against us. And his brother asking, really, why? Because they start holding and grabbing you, and the refs won't call it because they can't see it. Oh. We're wearing red we're we're shirts. So with that in mind, uh, I think the pressure is on Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan and Wilkes to turn his defensive backs and uh, safeties, you know, quit giving free yards away to other teams, especially to Patrick Mahomes, because he knows this. It seems that the refs have uh, this idea that the Niners have the tendency to hold and to grab. So they're going to call it all the time. Uh, they have to do something about stopping that, okay? Because Patrick Mahomes is going to try to bait them into giving free yards away. And you're going to be doing that. Then wear red gloves, okay? Do like every other team does. Maybe they won't catch them that way. Seriously, because, I mean, it's getting tired. It's just like in every every single game, I, I see that a defensive back with a free safety giving a 23 and 15, you know, a third and 25, and they end up getting like 30, 40 yards for free. It's like, oh, really, yeah. man? You could have just, you know, trip him if you have to, okay? But don't hold the guy. It seems like it's it's a constant. So the pressure is on Carl Shanahan. Purdy, you know what? He's playing with house money. He has no pressure at all. If he wins, they're going to say, well, we won just because the team is that good. If he loses, they're going to say, well, see, we told you he wasn't that, that, you know, that good. So as far as he's concerned, he really doesn't care. Hey, Jose, what would you say about the idea <laughs> of a bunch of penalties on the 49ers in the Super Bowl? <sighs> You know what? Sadly, I think it's going to happen anyways. Jose, I thought thought we were more simpatico than that. Let me give you one more try. (laughs) What would you say about a bunch of Niner penalties in the Super Bowl? I think uh, Shanahan needs to go out there and tell him that's enough for me, Doug. There you go. There you go, Jose. That's what I'm boy. Man, that was close. Snuck that one in yeah, before that the buzzer. For me. That, yeah, thank exactly. you. Exactly. It's a buzzer beater. Exactly. I don't think it's the Niners' reputation any more than it is some of the other teams. But uh, hey, Ambry Thomas, you know, yeah, stay with your man. <laughs> it's easier said than done. Yep. I get it. All right, great stuff today. Um, what's coming up on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. It's Warriors Roundtable, everybody. Here comes Kevin Dana. And Gary St. Jean for a full hour of Warriors Talk. We got the live stream coming up tomorrow and Thursday along with Warrior Games. We are getting closer to the Super Bowl. Would you like to do it again tomorrow, Dibs? I would, Mark. All right. Let's go ahead and do it again tomorrow. For Dibs, for Granny, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Marowest Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 